Welcome to I Am, I Have, How It Helps, brought to you by Counselling Directory and Happiful Magazine. We'll be bringing you more information about professional therapies and how we can help ourselves when we're experiencing life and health challenges. I'm Lucy Donoghue and today I'm joined by Rhiannon Lambert, leading nutritionist with her own London-based clinic, author of Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well and host of a brilliant and chart-topping podcast, Food for Thought. Welcome, Rhiannon. Oh, hello. What a nice introduction. (laughs) For our listeners, can you talk a little bit about the relationship between what we eat and how we feel? Of course. I think um, before, how we ate was always looked at aesthetics rather than internal and especially the feelings involved with it. We know that everybody has a relationship with food and that's something I discuss a lot in my book Renourish. But moving on from that, we now have a lot of evidence that our neurotransmitters, so the signals in our brain, are influenced directly by the foods we eat and that's a kind of correlation with our gut health. So we know now that 90% of serotonin, so when I use the word serotonin for anyone listening, think happy hormones, so serotonin equals happy. We produce 90% of that in our gut. So you want to have a happy, healthy gut, which comes from a happy, balanced diet in order to create more serotonin. 90% 90%. But also the 10% remaining comes from diet as well. So you need to be eating the right foods, which actually are carbohydrates and the good ones, quality and quantity of them, things like, you know, brown rice, sweet potato, normal potato, whole grain breads, those kind of things, and an amino acid. So those are, think of it like Lego, so building blocks that create shapes, which create proteins. And one particular building block called tryptophan works very closely with carbs. So you need to eat your carbs and your protein together. And they make the serotonin. And the serotonin is quite complex, but it's really amazing. I I love it. Converts to melatonin in your brain, which is the hormone that regulates your circadian rhythms, which is your sleep cycle. Yes. There you go. So if you sleep more, you're also happier. (laughs) It all comes from the gut. It all comes from the gut. Well, 90% of it. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. And we know now, with lots of different research coming out, that gut health is also linked to rates of depression. We've got that emerging research coming as well. We know that it could be having a knock-on effect also on some diseases and illnesses, but we don't have conclusive data yet. But it's heavily looked into. It's a really fascinating mm. area, food and mood. I know. And do you see a lot of people who are coming to you to talk about how their mood or, I mean, energy levels and mood can be really closely related sometimes. Completely. But do you see a lot of people talking about this? Oh, yes. I mean, at first it was more about energy. So I would say when I started my practice several years ago, a lot of people would come in working in office jobs or their busy mums and they weren't having... Well, they just didn't feel they had the energy to get through the day. They'd get that typical slump, which we do all tend to get at 3 or 4 p.m. Of course. But your diet can massively influence that. And it's something I explain in Renourish called the blood sugar roller coaster. And if you're eating the wrong types of foods at different parts of the day, you're more likely to experience what I call sugar crashes. So if you're eating fairly balanced meals three times a day, you're not left starving hungry, which makes you reach for a coffee or a quick, fast-releasing source of energy like a croissant, let's say, on the go. You're less likely to have a slump and you're more likely to stick to healthy eating behaviours. And a lot of that can also come from breakfast. So breakfast is a bit controversial at the moment. If you're not a breakfast eater, that's totally okay as long as the rest of your day is 
you're getting the food you need and the nutrients in. But for the majority of people, the research does suggest if you eat a good balanced breakfast, you're more likely to maintain healthy eating habits and maintain a healthier kind of persona and weight for the rest of your life. So implementing dietary patterns can really help with energy levels. Because it's the building block of your day, I guess. Oh, completely, completely. I mean, if, but then it's really difficult to be organised all the time. Life happens, you know, and nobody is perfect. And I think it's really important to, to mention that. I'm not perfect and I'm a nutritionist and I'm not ashamed to say I actually had a dark chocolate bar this morning after my gym workout because it was there and I was in a rush and I fancied it. So sometimes I don't have a perfect breakfast either. Thank, thank you for sharing that with me because I that's think that's okay. so important to be realistic about it oh, because it's, it's not about it's not about being a hundred percent on point all the no, time never never no but nobody is but if you are organized I will say that my kitchen is now thoroughly designed to make sure that if I am tired in the evening I know I can rustle up a healthy meal very quickly and that is key as well isn't it mm-hmm. trying to shop and have things in yeah and if you can prep in advance if you can do something ready to take with yeah. you if you know you're having a I'm talking to myself when I know, I'm saying I all of this I can, you know I can see the enthusiasm <laughs> but are you like me where I, I tend to freeze things so I'll bulk cook stuff and I have individual portions in a lunchbox in the freezer I'm a I'm an all or nothing girl oh, really so I will either start off and do lots of preparation on a Sunday yeah. and be really on it and then I'll fall off completely so okay. very honestly it was a coffee and a pano raisin this morning there you go but tomorrow morning I'm back on it again but it is you know I'm probably one of the people who will really benefit from reading your book I hope so and I think there's now more and more options out there if you are lucky enough to live near a city there's tons of like let's say you're on the go you're in a rush there are nice porridge pots now and egg pots in places that you can grab on the go so you don't have to make it at home if you don't want to but I do have a lot of really easy recipes in there things like overnight oats that taste so good I've got an amazing raspberry coconut overnight oat that I personally love but personal preference and an amazing pizza omelette and that has to be one of the favorite recipes in my book it's so simple so cheap most people have eggs at home yeah chuck in any leftover veg bit of cheese and you have got a delicious meal yeah and it will make your mood better as well as we've we've just discovered as well so what should people expect if they they come to see you or someone else who's a nutrition about the connection between their mood or energy levels when they're working with the nutritionist so what we would do in a nutrition clinic is first of all understand your lifestyles and what you believe about food so what I call your food script which is do you believe that food is intrinsically good or bad because we have to try and work on that as well like you mentioned all or nothing Mm. and that's a kind of mindset I try and work on breaking in my clinic a little bit because I think that can really help but I would go through a food diary and not everyone's 100% truthful when I receive a food diary and that's okay I completely understand and it's a very friendly open environment and We go through not only the psychological reasons why we behave the way we do, but we go through every single day. What's your lifestyle? What's your activity levels? Where do you need to be? What time do you wake up? What time do you go to bed? How can we make your life easier? What educational tips can I give you that are going to help? Things like microwave packs of rice and grains. Absolute blessing. They just need to make the plastic recyclable now and then it would be amazing. But they are incredible because you can just chuck them in a pan or a microwave at the end of the day, bung a bag of frozen veg in the frying pan, whip it up and a tin of sardines. or You can throw things together 
And in clinic, I spend my life working around people's hectic schedules. And believe me, I have a whole variety. I've got doctors that come in to see me, surgeons. So they're often on night shifts or they're doing four or five hours of surgery. Some very extreme cases of musicians traveling the world on tour, athletes. And then your busy mums and the rest of us working office jobs. We've all got barriers. Yes. But they're all achievable to work around and I loved what you just said then about the packet rices and grains I mean I know there's an issue with the recyclable materials or non-recyclable but packet grains frozen and a Mm. tin of something because I think sometimes people believe that to be eating well you've got to start always from absolute scratch yeah no it's a huge misconception and we're very very lucky in the UK that we have access to amazing amazing food like a whole variety of different foods but tinned food there's a big misconception it's unhealthy it's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Just make sure things like vegetables or things like sweet corn are preserved in water rather than maybe sweetened, you know, yep. syrups and things like that. Microwave packs are fine. The freezer is my favourite. Oh, and the microwave in terms of kitchen gadgets because microwave packs of food, they can actually be really good. You can steam things in a microwave now. Like stir-fry veg packs, just pop a few holes in and put it in a microwave and you're ready to go. So as you say, it doesn't have to be organic That's a big misconception because actually the criteria for food to be organic isn't 100% organic anyway. They have to meet a certain percentage, which is quite low, to classify and label a food item as organic and it increases the price of the product. If you just wash your fruit and veg, it's the same nutritionally. I love everything you've just said because (laughs) I think it makes it all feel a lot more doable. I know, less overwhelming. Less overwhelming, (laughs) less like I have to suddenly be an amazing cook, shopper, make all this time. Mm. But as well as seeking professional help, what can someone who's having challenges around their mood and food do for themselves, do you think? I think a really good thing to do is to start, first of all, becoming mindful and aware of it. So a lot of people may not be aware that a lack of water, let's say. So hydration is the first thing. If you are dehydrated, symptoms of that can be fatigue and low mood. So this is a bit crude, but check the colour of your urine. And if it's paler, it tends to mean that you're more hydrated. I mean, I would tell a footballer, for instance, check two hours before you play. And then we know if you're going to be hydrated before the match. So you're not needing the bathroom in the middle of playing. So check your hydration. Aim for a minimum of 1.5 litres a day. Right six to eight glasses of water try and increase that that will help with your mood the second thing would be to keep a little diary I don't mean write everything down that you eat but maybe at lunchtime you suddenly were overwhelmed with feelings of anger or like I said fatigue stress just anxiety and just make a note of it in your diary and then you can look at what you ate that day as well and see how could I have supported myself at that time. So instead of reaching for maybe when I feel angry I reach for a Snickers bar or I reach for a coffee. In fact those items at that point in time will have a very temporary relief from what you're actually feeling. It's not going to solve it. It's going to make it worse because you may then experience feelings of guilt after that or digestive discomfort from the food or a sugar crash. So just becoming aware of why you feel this way can often help with the choices we choose to eat. And it puts the control back in in your hands rather than being driven in that moment by the the caffeine or the sugar. I actually have something called a stop-pause intervention in my clinic where I'll speak to someone coming in and I'll set them little challenges. Like this week, before you reach for a, a coping mechanism just to lift your mood, just stop for a minute. Count for a minute and take some deep breaths. 
doing it now because I think we all need to do a deep breath and just think about what am I actually feeling right now? And even just stopping for a minute may change the decision you make. That's great. And then we can increase it from minute to two to three to four and hopefully over time that gets better. Well, that's wonderful. Just that that mindful pause mm-hmm. and think, what is going on for us? A lot of the time we don't know, do we? <laughs> well, no, just... we, because what you said earlier on, yeah. we just keep going. Yeah, we, we, we don't stop. We're very hard on ourselves. And I think everyone needs to take that away and be a little kinder and a little bit totally. more reflective. Yeah. Thank you, Rhiannon. If you'd like to find out more about Rhiannon, visit retrition.com or follow at Retrition, where you can find free resources and advice. And if you're looking for a nutritionist, you can also visit Nutritionist Resource, which lists thousands of nutritionists across the UK. Finally, thank you for listening to I Am, I Have, brought to you by Counselling Directory and Happiful Magazine. Please rate, review and share if you like what you hear. If you'd like to read more about mental health and well-being, head over to happiful.com and sign up to receive a free e-edition of the magazine every month. If you need to speak to someone immediately, the Samaritans are available 24 hours a day on 116123. And you can also email joe at samaritans.org. Help is available. This podcast has been produced by Happiful. We hope you'll join us again soon.